for people who are just watching the images out of Israel and Gaza, it's incredibly disturbing. The war shows no sign of ending anytime soon. As a result, it is taking a toll on people's mental health around the world. Joining us now is psychiatrist and host of the How Can I Help podcast, Dr. Gail Saltz. Doctor, uh, thank you so much for joining us. You know, even if you don't have family members or people you know who are impacted by what's happening in Israel, I think people are just shocked at the level of carnage. Um, how do, would you advise the general public in terms of how much they should be consuming uh, and when they should know when to take a break? I think you have to know yourself. So for people who know they tend to be anxious, or they tend to struggle with mood, they have a history of trauma of some sort, any really any sort or history of problems in terms of mental health, um, they're more at risk. People, as you pointed out, who are connected to this in any sort of way, they're more at risk. But I would say to you that actually all of us are somewhat at risk because we have never had this level of graphic image coming to us on such a constant basis. So it's, it's not only on the news, it's on everybody's social media feeds. And today, children, adolescents, adults, we're receiving these images and images tend to stick in your mind in a very intrusive way, making it difficult to concentrate, feeling like it's repeating all the time, making it difficult to sleep. And those things will further impact your mental health. So I would say a little bit to all of us, we have to really limit how much we are seeing and possibly even take a break and take your news in via reading it or listening to it, but picking a source and limiting how much of the day you actually expose yourself. So maybe like 30 minutes and not doing it close to bedtime where you're likely to be even more stirred up and therefore have difficulty sleeping. There's a, a point at which uh, we have to turn it off. And then there's a point at which for some people, they need some help. Yeah. How do you know when you've gotten to that second uh, level, that second degree there, where you need to talk to a professional about what uh, you're watching and what you're experiencing? Well, I think, first of all, most a lot of people can do things for themselves before they get there. They can add some coping tools that help with anxiety during the day, deep breathing, um, aerobic exercise, um, talking to people around them that make them feel better. Stay away from doomsday people, cat, cat, catastrophizing people that will make you actually feel worse. Um, but talking to people can also really be helpful. But beyond that, if your anxiety and concern about this are disturbing you such that you can't concentrate at work, you can't get things done the way you normally would, you can't sleep well at night, um, it's affecting your relationships. Basically, if it's intruding into and affecting your day, for more than a few days, this might be the time that you want to say, hey, I need to get an evaluation. Something, a process may have started here that I have to really look into and think about whether I need a little extra help with. I can't stop thinking about, um, you know, so many of the people that we and our CNN colleagues have interviewed there out in this war zone, the family members who have seen the horror happen before their eyes, people losing their children, people being on the phone while the abduction and the screaming was happening in the background. How do we begin to help them recover from the trauma? 
So obviously, the closer that you are, as I said, to this event, the more likely you are to have what's called an acute stress reaction, which is a whole collection of symptoms of the intrusive thoughts of the event repetitively, of feeling like you have to avoid anything that reminds you of the event, of trouble sleeping and concentrating and taking pleasure in anything and trouble with your appetite. But again, the closer you are to this, the more likely you are to go on and develop post-traumatic stress disorder. So what's important is to intervene early. And intervention means, again, any kind of uh, thing that would help you decrease your overall anxiety level. So there are lots of, as I alluded to earlier, exercises one can do that do take down your anxiety level, which helps you manage trauma more. Um, you want to pay attention to your mood. So actually, spending time talking about anything positive, anything positive. Um, and in fact, we hear um, or someone anywhere, and they too can think about what can they do to help their situation? Because helping and being involved in something that feels like an active action really does help with the managing the trauma of this. So those sorts of things are going to be very important to to the people who are involved and of course you know people like myself we're getting involved in mental health care for those people as well yeah dr gail saltz uh, some great uh, advice there thank you so much